0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Project Esports Podcast for July 8th.
1: Um, I'm back this week. James is back. It's good. How are you doing, James? I'm doing amazing. I finished my final today. I actually passed it. So it means I passed the classroom portion of my schooling and I've never felt happier. So now I'm back. I'm back again full time. Nice. It feels great.
0: And exciting news for Andrew as well. He's finally mm. moved in. Um, he's working at a job full-time. Today was his first day. Uh, so that's why he's not joining us here tonight. Uh, but we're going to do it. I believe because, you know, every time I host, it's always scuffed. Something always happens. But I believe tonight. Do so, you? Yeah, no, I know. I think like it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good.
1: I like so, that energy because, yeah, dude, you and I have a notorious
0: track record. <laughs> So, yeah, everyone listening along, please just cross your fingers, because uh, it's it's going to be a journey. And we're going to start that journey off by talking about something that we've been talking about for a couple weeks now. Um, but you're here, James, and I don't think we got your perspective on it. Um, but that's the auto chess genre. I don't know what the oh, official yes. name of this is going to be, um, but it's going to be, for now, we're just going to call it the auto chess genre. Um, but that includes TFT as well as Dota Underlords. Those are like the two big ones right now.
1: And you've been playing TFT, correct? I have been. I've been playing a fair bit of it. What do you think of it? Um, I like it. It's it's so nice because it's so much more relaxed than other, like from an otherwise very like uh, demanding play style. Like style. Like any MOBA is very, very demanding if you're trying to play it at like a higher ELO and stuff like that. So TFT, like even to be good and effective and stuff like that, it's not a lot of brain power. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like there's strategy into it, but it's not like reaction time. It's not stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's a lot of pre planning. So it's it's a nice it's a nice change. It's a nice change. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and yeah. That's
0: a good thing because I actually finally got a chance to play TFT. So oh, yeah? I've been mostly playing Dota Underlords, but I I went over. I downloaded uh, the League client again, and I wanted to give it a shot because. Um, I felt like every every one of these like needs a a good shot, um, mm. and I actually really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I was terrible at it. Oh my god, I was so bad at it. But um, it's good, and I think TFT and Dota Underlords is so like they're different enough where I think it's totally fine. Uh, yeah, you don't
1: think you don't think you're gonna get any like like major competition. Like you're gonna get competition, but not like one's not gonna significantly override the other one.
0: Um, I don't think so inherently. Um, I still think I'll stand by the statement of people who lean towards Dota are gonna play Underlords and people yeah. who lean towards League are gonna play uh, TFT. Um, but the difference is I noticed, Dota, Dota Underlords feels very clean. It's very, very, very clean, not clunky at all. Everything's super, super smooth. That's what I got from it. And it's, I would say it's a little bit more simple. Um, both have like strategies behind them and stuff, but Dota Underlords is very straightforward now tft i feel like there's a little bit more depth um but like in a good way you know you okay. have that that cool like drafting phase um that's not in dota underlords at all um you they have, don't have
1: like the, the carousel they don't have no that?
0: no no they don't even have oh. that so i didn't really play auto chess the like the dota 2 mod so i can't really say if that was in there or not um but i don't think it was i'm not i'm not 100 but i don't think it was but Um, I really like, I really like the, the style, at least the TFT where you have that draft and then you have the draft based on how well you're doing. I think it's really cool. And also I don't believe you're able to, uh, take items and combine them together to get more items. So that's kind of cool. I do like that because it creates a little bit more depth with items as well. Yeah. But I don't know. I think both are cool. Um, I hope they both do a lot more stuff. And like I said, I like both of them a lot. I think they're both really, really cool. Uh, I think TFT. So, both of them obviously have a lot of skill into them, but I think the randomness with both of them, I think it's lower with TFT and that's like more super skill intensive as opposed to Underlords where you can follow a big general strategy, but I think there's just slightly more randomness into it.
1: Okay. So the RNG like you find it's like a like a redeeming quality more than like a like a too much of a like of, of a bad thing, like we've seen with Hearthstone and stuff like that, where, as we've seen, too much RNG just gets out of control, and it's uncontrollable at that point, right? But you you feel like you feel like TFT just has that extra... just enough to make it interesting?
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel like both of them have just enough uh, randomness to make it feel interesting, because I think at this point in it, there's clearly a couple compositions that are the best compositions. Um, there's definitely a tier list for them. Um, oh, absolutely. And I yeah. feel like the... The, uh, the randomness of it balances out a little bit because like, yeah, you might not be hitting a lot of the top tier stuff, but if you, the RNG goes your way, you can kind of identify another um, faction to go with or Alliance if it's under Underlords and roll with mm-hmm. that. And you know whoever's going after the best one might not get the good RNG to get the best one. So I feel like it's pretty good. And I feel like it is a, like a weird way of where the randomness kind of balances out a little bit and makes it fresh and interesting each time.
1: Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because like there is like there has like you said, there's been tier lists released of like you know all these compositions that are like the best way to go. But yeah, sometimes the luck of the draw just doesn't give you that, and you really have to adapt and stuff like that. Like I've been in games of TFT where I've had to ditch my entire composition just to kind of make what it's being dealt to me, and you know. So I think that's really cool, and I haven't tried Underlords yet. I really want to because it seems like, especially if it's like a simpler version of TFT, like I find like not that I'm saying like. I'm an idiot, so I need to do you know something a little, a little simpler, right? But like I feel like, uh, yeah, underlords would be like that, that's I, I appreciate clean too, right? Because we know we know TFT's been rushed. That was like, like I'm pretty sure even they said that. Like this, they they crank this out real fast, right? We're even getting into rank now and stuff like that. So I'd like to play a more polished version. That would be nice.
0: Yeah, I would definitely check it out. And it's I guess the redeeming fact about that is it's also on mobile already, mm. um, which is really impressive, I think, for the Valve teams because. Yeah, Riot and Valve both identified auto chess and had to jump on it really, really, really really quickly. Um, Obviously for, you know, Valve, they kind of got on it a little bit sooner because it was a mod within Dota 2 so they could identify everything and kind of just build on top of it. Um, So obviously they were able to go to market way faster or a little bit faster because both came out relatively quickly. Um, But they definitely identified this needs to be on mobile because this is a good mobile game and they capitalize on that. And I think... I think that's going to do them really, really well in this, I guess, battle between the two. Because even though Riot, you know, really got on board with this and got it out incredibly quickly, which, you know, quick is not a thing usually for Riot. So (laughs) I'm a little bit worried about mobile. I don't know if we'll ever see this on mobile or not, especially since it's built within the League client. That's a big thing,
1: right? Because, like, the League client itself isn't ported for mobile at all yeah. like in like in fact like the mobile cl- or the uh, the league client is like notoriously buggy there's a bunch of stuff on with it a lot of people consider it very dated um so yeah, to see that that to be ported to mobile i don't think we're going to see it ever kind of happen and
0: i feel like if we do see it ported to mobile anytime soon i think it'll probably be you know, kind of the writing on the wall for like League Mobile, if it does happen. Because that's the only way I can envision this is if internally they're working on a mobile version of League and they're like, all right, we'll take the engine and then just put TFT in it like you did with the other one. And, you know, we just won't say anything about League Mobile.
1: Nobody, nobody say anything. We'll port this real quick and then this will be in the background. Yeah, exactly. Just say you
0: developed it super, super
1: quick. No one will ever know. (laughs) No leaks, no leaks. Yeah, no, no, no uh yeah i'd like i like to i like i don't know i don't know i'm mixed i'm like torn between like seeing like a mobile version of league seeing a mobile version of tft because to me right games belong on a computer you know what i mean but i mean yeah. as we know like the mobile market is like huge right like it's something that needs to be tapped into so i don't know mixed feelings yeah so i guess the
0: other reason why i wanted to bring this up is because you know it was just announced that there's gonna be two big tournaments for both of these already
1: so, yeah, one of them's already Twitch Rivals, right?
0: Yes, that's the TFT one. So that's going to be yeah. on Twitch Rivals, which Twitch Rivals I think has been pretty successful so far. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but they've been really good about being the first to jump on um, new games as tournaments. So I know the big ones were like Apex. Like it yeah. felt it felt like the day after Apex came out, which was also announced very quickly that uh, Twitch Rivals jumped on it. So
1: I think I think I think Twitch Rivals for Apex was literally two weeks after release. Yeah, I think was it was I think it was really that quickly. quick and yeah, and,
0: and, yeah, then like, yeah. and like i was saying it, it, there was no like hey by the way uh in two months apex legends is coming out it was just like apex is coming out like now and then it yeah. just blew up so whatever team is working on twitch rivals is doing a really
1: really fantastic job of it absolutely yeah considering for like in like i mean we bash on twitch a lot too right as far as like you know how they kind of run things and like you know how they should improve and stuff like that and how they are how their infrastructure is something that can be monopolized on by somebody else really easily. Whoever, yeah, like you said, like whoever's doing the Twitch Rivals, like behind the scenes thing is like they're on the ball, they're in tune, they're with it. Mad bad props to them. Yeah. And
0: so not only just uh, Twitch Rivals, but I know Hafu is yep. also putting on like a tournament of sorts. So I think uh, she's calling it either TFT Tuesdays, Thursdays, or Fridays. I, it's like, I think it's TFT I don't remember. I think it's a okay. Tuesday. Well, it's a day of the week. Yeah, okay. it's a day of the week. I'm pretty sure it starts with a T though, because uh, it's like a good alliteration. But um, she's put on this tournament, and the catch of this one is that streamers are going to be in it, and okay. that's huge because like er- like every streamer is playing this game right now, especially the really big League of Legends players. So um, I don't know. I feel like this is really good. I feel like TFT is in a really 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 good spot right now, especially how we were talking before how it's not maybe the most polished game right now, mm-hmm. it's still like killing it, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like I mean it's uh I don't I don't want to say it's kinda like resurrected some guys' careers, but it really like I mean, um Skyra, like a like a long time League of Legends player, like he was one of the first ones in the in the uh in the beta. He did like the huge tier like not the tier list, but like the item commonization... Combina- or combinations i can't talk today um the item combinations the like the compositions and all that stuff he did all that and they gave him credit for it and everything like that so which is great so i feel like this has really bought, brought life back to him and like you said like a lot of the other like league streamers which is good
0: mm-hmm. and uh actually just circling back tofu, um right did release like the like the i think the top like 10 or like maybe 20 best players of tft yeah the world, and she's, uh, top
1: yeah she's number one yeah she's considered the best tft player yeah which
0: is crazy because like hafu was also like the best hearthstone arena player as well like consistently like one of the best arena players which is crazy because like just like it feels like just any game it's just like yeah i'll just jump on it and be the best
1: yeah like i don't like in the the thing to me too is like tft decent amount of rng hearthstone arena insane amount of rng like how do you become proficient in rng you know what i mean like so, I don't, do, you have, do you have a horseshoe up your ass? Like, what's the deal?
0: So I was talking with someone about this. I think think on the podcast. Um, but there is a uh, super high level skill in, in these games and card games. I mean, even like games like Magic of where you can look at all the, uh, the percentages and mm-hmm. play to your outs. So just like in poker, I mean, poker is a game of chance, but you can be a really, really good poker player because you know how to play the odds very well. And Fair I enough. think... I think she has that skill down so well because, yeah, all these, especially because there's, like, an inherent kind of draft and you're always flexing your strategy around, you're not just, you're not going, all right, I'm playing this character with this build every single time. I need to yeah. get technically good. She's just like, all right, I need to look at what resources I have and combine those in the best way possible, which TFT and Hearthstone Arena have that perfectly. So I think whatever that kind of, uh, that that skill set and strategy is, I think she has it and is insanely good with it
1: yeah i get yet to actually watch her and I, I i've been meaning to because yeah i want to see like how well she, like manipulates the draft and like recognizes how like you know because i understand the, the fundamentals of the game but i want to see really how like somebody is so good at it so quick and like you know what they do in comparison to me and stuff right so mm-hmm. you
0: know that's crazy and so for dota underlords the big one is being put on by WePlay. play i think is the organization i don't think i've heard of this organization before this um but it'll, it'll be interesting to see And now I'm wondering if, um, I think it was OGN, uh, OGN, OGN, um, they announced like a a month or so ago that they were going to do an auto chess tournament, um, which we talked about on the show, but they were talking about auto chess as in like Dota two auto chess, the mod tournament. And they're like, they jumped on it. Like we're going to be the first ones on here. We're going to have this like in a couple months, it's going to be great. And then like, you know, a month later, everyone's like, all right, here's a bunch of new games and then even no, the auto no, chess no, no. people like even the auto chess people are like okay here's our new game too so i, I feel a little wow. bit bad about them because they're just like all right well do we do we switch it to like a different auto chess or like I what do we do f-
1: i i feel like they should honestly like i mean i feel like in switching from auto chess to under- underlords like nobody's going to be like oh ogn like what are you doing guys they're going to be like this makes total sense you know what i mean i i don't feel like there's going to be a whole lot of backlash like either from like I mean, like, I mean, maybe from, like, sponsors and stuff like that, they're being like, why didn't you guys, like, see this coming? You know what I mean? But I don't think anybody really predicted it, right? So.
0: Yeah. So, I guess let's move on to the next topic. Did you watch any of the Overwatch League games this week? With uh, Tor-
1: Toronto Lose right. twice. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, man. I switched teams, and this is what happens.
0: Yeah. Well, welcome to the club, dude. I mean i think uh i i don't i don't know what the standings currently are but i i know justice is at the bottom
1: i think yeah i think because even i think even the mayhem are above them now yeah it that's, feels uh, feels real bad dude feels bad man um, and stratus is such a weird dude man that's why i think, <laughs> I
0: think he's the problem no Stratus he's is kinda- amazing i love him he he's the best he's a goober man i, don't, I, just, I just like <laughs> whenever i go like on instagram or whatever and i just like look at like washington justice on there it's always like him doing weird stuff it's like him in like a box or him just like in a box in a pool or in a box he... in some situation
1: i watched the pool one and i was like what is this guy's deal man like he's so weird he's pure uh he's definitely pure i was I uh, i don't think it was this weekend but it was actually last weekend where uh toronto actually or maybe it was this weekend i can't remember it's all kind of fuses together where toronto's actually picked up logics and Mm -hmm. logics his entire match against the outlaws was spamming the uh florida mayhem uh like tag everywhere (laughs) and i was just like that's that's some great abm but anyways back Mm -hmm. to back to the topic at hand yeah so
0: um the big thing was atlanta um homestand was was here um which is good i mean this one and then they had the event um down in texas as well a while back and i'm dallas homestead right yeah i don't know was it called the homestead
1: because i know wasn't this, it like i thought that was the trend was it was just like a bunch of homesteads
0: they are but i don't know if if that one was a part like grouped in with this one or not like i don't know if this is like the second one i think that might have been like the test one and this is like the first one of this the series i'm not sure but anyways anyways this is the second time we've seen overwatch league not well re- excluding finals but um overwatch league regular season stuff actually happening away um, and I mean I think they're two for two at this point I mean I haven't heard anything I didn't watch too much but I didn't hear anything super bad about it
1: well front of the pod Kate was very very active on social media <laughs> while she was down there and it looked like a total blast so I'm gonna assume it, was, it like it was a good time but yeah again like usually when these things go poorly you do see a ton of backlash on Twitter on Instagram stuff like that and I haven't really seen any of it and like I do like I mean, if you follow any what, any controversial character in the esports community, usually they're the first ones to jump on it. Like, you know, with uh like you know, if you follow Thorne, even Monte Cristo, even Monte is like, I mean, even though he's a part of the organization now, mm-hmm. he's usually pretty like vocal, you know what I mean? So I think if it if it was gonna go bad, it would be already publicized, but by the sounds of it, A okay. Yeah.
0: And I think this is probably spelling some pretty good news for whenever they go fully local. Um mm-hmm. I hope that I mean obviously you're not gonna have the same kind of crowds because this one was actually insane I know specifically for DC um, the local community actually was like hey let's go watch Justice play here we're gonna get a bus and you're gonna have discounts on like hotels and we're gonna bust people down and stuff and I know even for the finals last year they did the same thing for New York they were like we're gonna get a bus and we're gonna go down and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I obviously there is the extra novelty of it, of it being like the first time in these areas and yeah. people from outside the areas are coming in. So it will obviously be a little bit different once everyone is local and there's like a lot of local games. But I think this is spelling some good news and it's also getting the the teams ready. Um not specifically just like the you know the players but also the staff ready for doing these kinds of things because you know they're ready they're ready now they they know what it's like to put on a game at different venues so
1: yeah they they they're used to like i feel like cuz i mean even in like traditional sports like home and away games is like something you need to become accustomed to the traveling and everything like that right so i mean i think as long as we stay on the schedule that we're on with uh you know like these like thursday to sunday you know what i mean it gives teams a lot of time to prepare and be like okay we're going down there relocate get set up all that good stuff uh it's it's like traveling is inherently a skill on its own. Yeah. And like, you know, it really tests your preparedness. So I think, yeah, I think it's a good thing that these teams are giving that opportunity before we like go into the next season. Like there it is. There's local franchising, have fun, deal with it.
0: Yeah. And I hope they're easing them into it enough because obviously at the end of last season, we were hearing all the talk of burnout from players and how they're just overstressed and they're, you know, like they really don't want to do it anymore. And, you know, even yeah. some players leaving. So I really hope that players are starting to get accustomed to it now. Um, they're putting more things in place to help with that, and I hope whenever they actually fully go local, that it's going to be a success, and we're not going to see, you know, too much backlash out of it. I, I I really do hope it goes smoothly, and I think a lot of it probably depends on whoever they bring in um, as an ex commissioner.
1: Uh, absolutely, yeah, and that like I mean that was a whole other topic that we're not going to get into, but yeah, I hope whoever comes in next is going to recognize like, okay, we lost X amount of pro players in X amount of time. We need to figure out why this is happening. You know, we need to put stuff, you know, better in place for them. Because I mean, you, you see it with other esports. These like Team Liquid has like, you know, they have not only facilities, but they have like nutritionists, they have like you know, life coaches. You know, they're all that stuff to like really help these people adjust to the to the lifestyle they're kind of committing into at a very young age, right? Like mm-hmm. you need help with that, right?
0: But yeah. So do you have any any closing statements that you want to give on this?
1: Um no not really
0: no <laughs> all right then i guess let's just uh, switch gears and since andrew isn't here you know what that means you know what that means
1: it means you get to talk about magic hell yeah hell
0: yes so this is actually <laughs> esports related though we're not it gonna is. just talk about paper magic or anything this is mtg arena this is yeah. that that online only kind of kind of deal That so good good specifically what's happening is in magic every every year there's a big rotation Uh, Basically, the last two years of sets rotate out. um, And then, you know, that that makes room in standard. So it's very similar to Hearthstone on how how Hearthstone does it. Um, But the big issue was MTG Arena didn't ever have that shift really when it was fully out. They kind of had the shift a little bit because the game was in beta before the last one. And then, you know, they reworked it um, during the rotation. Um, But we've never seen what it's like when it's fully in place, the game's fully out, and then there's a rotation. Because the big thing with uh, MDG Arena is that it's standard only. That's, like, the big thing. It's it's only standard. So normally what happens is players, IRL, if, you know, the rotation happens, they either sell all their cards um, or they use those cards in other formats, like Mm -hmm. Modern or Legacy or whatever. Um, But with this, you couldn't really do that. So it's like, all right, well, are my cards going to be worthless? Which... I mean kind of sucks but it's not a terrible thing because we already we already talked about how mtg arena is incredibly cheaper compared to paper matching it's like insanely cheaper and you can viably play the game free to play and get your deck
1: i play free to play most of the time like i mean yeah. like that's just it like it's uh it's not only incredibly cheaper than paper magic it's incredibly cheaper than Hearthstone, which is like it's only competitor that is like yeah a competitor you know what i mean <laughs> like uh um it's uh it's ridiculous like i mean it, it, the game is so readily i think i had the opportunity to stock up for like 15 16 packs just by doing missions yeah and like and they just feed you the gold like it's crazy like one and a half missions usually gets you enough for a pack and you can build a deck around that like it's crazy it's amazing or you get you enough wild cards that you can craft it like i mean mpg arena knows what it's doing so what what are they doing with like because because as me and Dylan have discussed before, I didn't read I didn't read the layout before this, so I'm coming in blind. Yeah. Well, how are they How are they rotating it out?
0: How are they doing so, with that? So what they're doing is they're going to create another format that is MTG Arena only, okay. and they're calling it Historic. And Historic is basically going to be Ixalan forward. So um, just okay. to kind of lay that out for everyone, um, the sets are Ixalan, Rivals of Ixalan, uh, Dominaria. M nineteen, M twenty, which just came out, um, Guilds of Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance, and War of the Spark. So that's eight sets, um, and so it looks like it's going to be pretty good. And I think what they said, what they said they're prob- probably probably going to do is start adding cards going backwards as well. I don't know how far they really want to go backwards, but they they said that they are looking into it. Because, I like that. Yeah, because everyone was questioning at first, because when the game first came out, um, they had Kaladesh, and they had Kaladesh, and I think Aether Revolt were, were also in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think uh, the like the Cat Hour Devastation sets as well, because those were all standard at the time, and so you had all right. those cards in. Um, okay. So I think... Maybe people were like, well, why aren't you bringing this in and all this kind of stuff? And they're like, because it's already programmed into the game.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you bring it in, right? And so they, were like,
0: they were like, we're just going to look into it for now. Um, and, you know, this is what it's going to be. For now, it's just going to be this. This is how it's going to be. And then we might roll it back a little bit. So um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting. Will I play it? Eh, probably not. Historic? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that will happen is if there's a really fun deck out there i might play it but i don't know i i don't really see myself playing it
1: no i'd be see like if if magic arena like stayed like only standard and exclusively standard like it kind of gives it gives worth back to the paper magic community right and like i mean not to go too off the esports like you know derivative right like it gives value to the, the paper magic and like if you just rotated the cards that you maybe say you got all your cards that you had from the previous sets into like half their value you know what i mean and you just, you know, those went back into wild cards or something like that. Or maybe like, I don't know, a fourth of their value. Whatever doesn't make it just like be able to buy the entire like new sets. Yeah. I think that would be a good idea because again, it keeps like vintage, modern, all that good stuff like off on their own. And Magic Arena is strictly standard. And it does like, I mean, it only takes away from one portion of the paper Magic Arena. And I think it would make Magic like, because I mean, who's going to watch like a land historic event? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Like that it doesn't that isn't any interest to me. You you can't make a competitive scene off of historic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so so what I see from this is that right
0: now it feels like standard with a couple extra sets, which isn't a yeah. good feeling. You want a really big pool of cards so you could have really cool and interesting decks that aren't archetypes and anything else because that's yeah. that's really what you want to get at is um, every format of of uh, of Magic feels distinct like yeah you have your you have the things that are like well burn is in like every format you know yeah but it's a little bit different and it feels a little bit different and i hope we get to a point of where it's like that because right now i'm a little bit scared to be honest that it's just gonna be the same decks with different cards or they're gonna swap out the weakest cards for the strongest cards and the decks are basically gonna look the same yeah um, yeah, yeah but i, I mean th- we... sorry sorry go ahead,
1: ahead sir Okay, uh, I'll, I'll go. So we like, we saw this when you had too small, like too small of a pool of decks, because uh, the Arc like Phoenix deck dominated everything. You know what I mean? Like everybody ran it because, and like I mean, that's when we were working with like what six sets, maybe I think something like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it was, and you don't have a whole lot of pools to work with now. You see it, yeah. Like people still run it, but I mean, it is by, by far like the like, most popular setup now. Actually, I think like White Weenies is like the most thing, I've, the most common thing I've run into. You know what I mean? Which is like again, it's an archetype but it's different, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, I don't know, I think
0: this is probably going to be a lot better in a couple months to a year. Um, and so, yeah, it feels bad right now, and um, players might not want to be playing it, but I would definitely look back into this maybe six months from now, maybe a year from now, because then you're going to have the, the card pool expanded, and we actually might get something kind of interesting out of it. I, I really hope we do, because... Um, I feel like it needs that, like, extra little thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, we'll see. Um, do you have any any other thoughts about it?
1: Not really. Um, now that you've mentioned it, I really hope we get back to, like, the Kamigawa block, which is widely perceived as one of the worst blocks, but, I mean, aesthetically, it was amazing. So, I yeah. hope we get back there so I can run some of my, my old bullshit.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever go that far back, but, I can you know, we, I can... we'll probably get it in the future, but... I think what they said is because everyone talks about it. That's like one of the most requested things to go back to besides um, Innistrad. It's like one of the most popular. But they said it's hard because it's it's like a theming that we really want to go back to. But the set was so bad. Yeah. (laughs) It was just so bad that they want to make sure that it's going to be a a success. They want to knock it out of the park. Because if they release one and it's subpar at all, then it's like, All right, we're going to have to get rid of the coolest set of all time.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly.
0: Um, But yeah, so let's shift over and talk about the International. So this is going to be a little bit short. It's not going to be too long, um, but just an update on uh, the International 2019. It just surpassed TI-8 for the biggest prize pool in Dota history, which is crazy because, you know, you think, okay, there's no way they're going to top it this year.
1: There's no way. There's no way, yeah. And then they top it. We talked about this. We're like, oh, they'll, like, kind of trickle over it, maybe. Like, they might be able to hit it again. And then it's just like, no, we're over it again. We're already over it. This isn't a big deal. And what, are we like, a month out or something like that? Like, yeah,
0: and yeah. It, it's, it's going to be big. And I think one of the reasons why it's going to be so big is that it is taking place in Shanghai this year. I, I'm pretty sure Shanghai. Um, I think so, yeah. And I know um, the the Chinese Dota community has been, like, really ready for, for, for uh TI to happen there again and this is gonna be good. I feel like I feel like it's gonna sell some some well obviously it's sold out already, but I feel like there's oh, yeah. a lot of people watching. There's gonna be a lot of hype around this and I'm really hoping that the the, the semis and the finals are going to be some really good games because I mean it's a huge prize pool and everything has been it, it, it seems like everything around this so far has been like perfect because, you know, it's in a place that people really want to see it. Um the what the battle pass yeah the battle pass was incredible um i had one of my friends come over and just show me it he was like because he's a big dota fan he was show me he's like oh it's so hype you get these emotes and then you get like special voice packs um and like there's like these voice emotes that you can like play um so normally they're just like i don't know like random like almost stock noises oh Um, yeah, yeah okay but now like for for ti they put in like famous like uh, caster lines or anything like
1: oh, that oh perfect okay cool yeah, yeah they do, they've done that with League, so i'm happy dota's kind of adapted it too
0: yeah and they're they're doing that and then also with underlords they did like a tie-in with underlords when it was when it was like just getting popular and stuff like that where you can get stuff in there and um i know yeah even for the beta underlords um everyone who had a battle pass got a beta and they got um some guest passes to give out too
1: so they're just
0: like tying in all their stuff together to get people hyped about this
1: that's what you need, dude. That's how you need to do it to get properly executed, right? So I'm I'm happy this is, like, Valve's doing everything right with this, right? Like this is this. I'm glad they're hitting all their marks. Yeah, and I
0: think the biggest prize pool of all time was Fortnite World Cup.
1: A was wasn't that like a hundred million or something like that? It was. I don't know if it was that high.
0: It was high, but I don't think that high. Um, but this is like poised to like maybe take over it. So. I don't it was I, mean, I don't think.
1: I don't think it was, but I, like, I, I know it was an obscene amount of money for how new the game was, which is kind of now dying. Like Fortnite's kind of yeah, on the decline, which is nice. Yeah, I'm so to off topic.
0: I really hope it blasted out of the water because I mean they're doing great stuff with it. So
1: yeah, yeah, I yeah, know I'm uh, I'm excited to watch it this year because I actually like this was the year that I'm like I'm adamantly going to watch TI either the VODs or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. I I tuned into like it. I I tuned into one of the majors a little while ago and I was like. Okay, this is this is like reasonably easy to watch, you know what I mean? I kinda understand like I have an idea what's going on. The casters doing an excellent job, man. Dota casters are crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to, to check
0: it out this year. So I actually learned about kind of like a, a like a Dota like meme, right? Okay. So there's like an ability, like an uh, item ability of where you get to reveal an area. Okay. So obviously you know um, like having wards and stuff is incredibly important in MOBAs. Getting oh, vision, 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 vision is, is insane. Yeah. And and so there's like a, like an item because uh, that's like one of the things with Dota is a lot of the items are just like utility too. Like they yeah. have a dagger, that the, it's called Blink Dagger, and it Blink Dagger. It, it yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. flash. You just flash. Yeah. Um. And then so this one reveals an area. So in I think it's I think it's a a Korean um, Dota thing. Whenever someone does that um they make the (laughs) they make the old uh starcraft brood war terran scan noise like the (laughs) and they added that as one of the voice things and it's oh my god it like it killed me it killed me um it it was good i loved it
1: i love i love man i'm glad to hear that valve is like in touch with like the memes and the community and stuff like that they're Mm -hmm. actually like you know they're they're in on the ground floor which is good man that's what you need because that people people eat that shit up man like they love that
0: yeah so, all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch topics again. We're kind of going all over the place. We're covering a lot of good news today, uh, but before I do, I just want to say that if anyone watching live, if you got Twitch Prime, go ahead and shoot it our way, because if you have Twitch Prime from Amazon Prime, it's free. It's just sitting there. You get a sub to someone once a month. It probably should be us, because we're the one out here telling you how bad Amazon is how terrible Jeff Bezos is. Andrew's not Jeff here, Bezos so I can't Lee. be round, uh, rounded up tonight.
1: <laughs> so take that
0: money from Amazon, because they don't pay their workers anything, and they treat them horribly, give it to us, because we treat our workers greatly. I mean, just look at James. Look, right? you mean, look <laughs> at me, dude. Look at me. Yeah, I'm loving my life. <laughs> uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll switch over and talk about um, the Call of Duty League franchising stuff that's going on right now. So Activision Blizzard... We hate them, but we got to talk about them.
1: Um, Every time we got to talk about them. We And the thing is, we want to love them. Yeah, Why we want to. Well,
0: no, the... no, no, no. We want to love Blizzard. We don't we want wanna to Blizzard. love Activision. Activision just don't like it. Don't like them. No,
1: no, 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 not at
0: all. Yeah. But anyways, they just revealed uh, two new teams. Um, so the first one is the Los Angeles team. Yeah. And it's going to Immortals Optic because they just did that acquisition. Yeah, correct. Which is a huge deal for for Los Angeles, and it definitely is big for Immortals and, and Optic and stuff when they're doing this shift merge thing. So especially when they
1: especially when they're I guess reported to be in like quasi financial turmoil. I guess is what I, some of the reports I've seen. I mean, come to out be it.
0: fair, which esports team isn't in quasi? Dude, they like turmoil. everybody's
1: in the red. Nobody makes money in esports. we it's a you know it's a pit.
0: Yeah, I I was on our esports, and someone's like how do teams make money? I just want to be like, I just want to be like, they don't,
1: they don't, they don't make money. Nobody Uh, makes money.
0: But yeah. So, uh, there's the Los Angeles team and I I really wish we had Andrew for this one. Um, but we have a team for Minnesota.
1: Yeah. The first non like already associated team. Yeah. I think it's called wise,
0: wise ventures.
1: I, th- I think so. I think yeah, that's what W-I-S-E. it was.
0: W-I-S-E. Um, but it's owned um, by one of the players. Pretty sure he's a player for the, the Vikings, um, which would make sense because it's Minnesota. It's Minnesota
1: one um, right?
0: But yeah, so I think this is a pretty big deal because I know Activision Blizzard opened it up to all the teams who already own teams for the Overwatch League. Yeah. And they already announced that, like, one of them is not associated with it. So... Clearly, teams are looking at this, and they might go. Mm, I don't know. Call of Duty is quite profitable, um, or they might even be saying like, Overwatch League is barely doing anything for us, so
1: why, why, why double down? Yeah, right? why double
0: down? So, um, but you know, Immortals. I mean, they have optic. They're doubling down. Um,
1: yeah, but, Noah's like, I'm all in. All yeah. the chips in the pot. Why um, not?
0: I, ho- I really hope it works out, but I mean, I guess we'll see. What do you think about this?
1: Um, I'm happy to see that another team, like, that's not in the Overwatch League is, like, be, like putting their hand in, right? Because, I, like, I I know I, like, months ago, I praised, like, okay, maybe we'll get, like, you know, the LA, like, every team, you know, like, I mean, they have a Call of Duty team, they have a, you know, a uh, Overwatch, Dota, all that shit, like, and they all have, like, the, then you go by, like, almost, like, states, but I'm happy to see that it's not being all condensed, it's getting a little more spread out, Minnesota doesn't have dick for esports, so, I mean, like... Call of Duty franchise probably wouldn't be the worst. I'm Call of Duty seems to be on the up and up, man. Call of Duty seems to be doing a lot better. I'm seeing a lot more posts about it. I don't. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm in the bubble. Maybe that's why I'm seeing more of it. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I like Call of Duty, man. Like it, it's, it, it, dude. That's like grassroots esports. Call of Duty is like one of the OG things where they kind of started esports out. You know what I mean? It was. Uh, it works, I, wanted, yes. I, wanted, I wanted. I Yeah, it was. Yeah, I want to see it get its due. You know what I mean? It deserves this, man. Call yeah. of Duty deserves this. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I hope the new game is good. I hope everything's going to go well with it. But this is the, this is the time. This is the time we're just like sitting and seeing at this point. So, the super dark
1: new updated modern warfare. Yeah. Where you like kill kids and stuff? Yeah, man, that's gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be a little sketchy. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be edgy. Um it's gonna be, kids are gonna love it. It's yeah. gonna be sick.
0: Yeah. But let's talk about something that I'm sure you're ready to go off on. Oh. Let's let's talk about CLG. Let's talk about CLG. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. Get get just, honestly, I'm just gonna sit here and kinda nod my head and listen, but just dude, go off, King. Just go okay,
1: off. Okay, okay. So so this is what happened. It has been one day since TSM has beaten CLG. We have gotten a whole day where CLG has now the reigning chance because it was 1,176 days since CLG beat TSM, and we did it on Sunday. Let me tell you, man, I was doing exam prep. I was freaking out. I was stressed. and I'm like, I'm going to watch the CLG game. i are just going to treat myself. I'm a, I'm a glutton in for punishment right now. I want to watch another loss. And then it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen at all. CLG – Wipes the floor with TSM. There was not one g- point in that game where I wasn't feeling confident. I was like, <laughs> "We got this shit, man." We like, I mean, Wiggly, who is who is CLG's new jungler, who a lot of people were like, "I don't know how this guy is, man. He's new. He's been on Academy for a while. He's kind of dog shit." He's he just he just transformed into this jungle savant. Like the guy is insane now. Uh, we picked up a Turkish top laner um, who's actually Korean, but he played in Turkey named Bruin. Um, there was a big movement, like ruin the LCS was like his big thing, and the dude is nuts. He's in the way he is nuts is he is subtly nuts. Like he sits there in the top lane, and he's just up there chilling. Right, he's just not doing. He's not doing. I'm gonna paint a picture for you. He's up there chilling. He's you know he's being a little aggressive. He's been a little. He's been a little cheeky up there, and then all of a sudden, three guys come up. Three guys are just like, we need to kill this motherfucker. He needs to die, and he just sits up there, takes all the pressure, takes his dot, di- and takes his death. Um, Kills about um maybe like 45 seconds to a minute, which is a lot of time in League of Legends. And, you know, his team is either getting objective, um they're getting structures. It's great, man. I've never been happier as a CLG fan. This is great. Like, boys, we're going to Worlds again. I'm calling it right now. We're going to Worlds we're going i don't know how we're gonna do in worlds but we're getting there we're getting to worlds
0: <laughs> what happens there doesn't matter but you're gonna get there
1: i don't care dude i don't care as long as we get the worlds i'm happy europe's gonna smash us i don't care <laughs> but yeah no i uh we found out that uh one of the one of the one of the guys i used to manage he actually sent me a CLG jersey uh, a little while ago he had like That's one hype. he's not yeah it's not he's not like a CLG fan he's like yo Every every you know every fan needs like you know like a piece of like memorabilia from their team right and I was like holy shit thanks dude I've worn it like every weekend religiously for their games and uh, yeah it's working so I'm never I'm never taking the freaking thing off <laughs> and,
0: and so it starts and so it starts that tradition now so if you ever break it it's it's not going to spell good for them
1: it's going to be catastrophic man it's going to be awful but uh, and also um, Weldon who we've talked about before Weldon Green like the big like you know esports esports psychologist kind of thing yeah he cosplayed keanu reeves i yeah i saw that i was very <laughs> <Yeah>. confused <laughs> so like uh, i don't know i don't know like somebody started the meme that he kind of looked like keanu reeves and he just ran with it he just ran with it so he came out on draft on sunday and he's dressed like exactly like keanu reeves was for like <laughs> his uh for the cyberpunk thing and i'm like oh my god he's doing it man he's doing it so you yeah, know i was oh dude it was all memes on sunday it was great i was so happy Feels good to be a CLG fan, huh? It does, man. I just wish... And uh, CLG Red is absolutely dominating women's CSGO. Like, they're they are, like the pinnacle. Like, I think they just... They either just won or are in the process of winning, like, a 10 grand tournament for CSGO. Like, the, the, dude, those girls are nutty. They're insane. And I've watched them, and I'm like, I i can't do this shit, man. Like, they're, <laughs> they're, they're freaking crazy, man. So, yeah, I know. Women's CSGO, 10 out of 10 recommend. Mm-hmm. 10 out of ten recommend CLG red is popping off. So
0: now do you think that this spells really well for just CLG in the LCS in general?
1: Um in the LCS in general, yeah, in the world's picture, I don't know. Like I mean there is because we're starting to really see distinct styles between regions. Like it's not everybody to adapt to Korea hope for the best. It's yeah. like China's gonna play their shit, NA's gonna play their shit, Europe's gonna play their shit. Um and what we're seeing is Europe their shit is like the shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like their 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 play style is the one that's really become concrete and like very uh very like you know dominant. Um, the nice part is though is like in if you look at actually like how the teams are laid out in North America, mm-hmm. there is not a huge discrepancy in teams. They're all really really close. We have two in the bottom, uh, FlyQuest and EchoFox, but everybody else is really really close knit, really really tight. The teams that didn't really know what the hell they were doing, mm-hmm. they figured it out. So. For CLG to be at the top of this very dominant pack is really nice, right? So I think it's really good for CLG as a whole. It's really good for the teams and everything like that. Uh, like the franchise, the players, all that good stuff. I'm hoping that God CLG gets their shit together as far as an organization is like, let's invest back in a Rainbow Six. Let's go into other stuff. They have an Apex squad. Uh, their Smash community guys are doing really, really good. Um, but, like, I mean, that's really all they have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they... They branch back into more competitive things. Maybe they get a uh, TFT team. Maybe they get an auto chess team. Who knows? Yeah.
0: So Any anything else you want to say about about your beloved team?
1: That's it, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just,
0: I'm just ecstatic. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a good week to have you, have you back on. So.
1: Oh, I was so excited. I was like, I'm, I'm going to dress up. It's going to be sick. <laughs> like, we're going to have a great talk. I'm sweating now, man. I, you got me going. Whoa.
0: So I take that energy into this next one. So okay. this isn't I don't believe this is the official. This is like one of those like all but official kind of things of where okay, like yeah, yeah. everyone's kinda of talking and it really looks like it's gonna go in place. Uh, but I wanna talk about the Overwatch two 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 lock.
1: The lock, yeah. I know yeah. it's
0: I know it's been the hot topic for the past like week and a half right now, and I figured it'd be a good way to round out the show. Just want to get your thoughts on it. How do you feel about them putting in a two-two-two lock? Like I said, just want a disclaimer right now. It's not official, so no. you know what if it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, don't come back to us and get all upset. Um, but it's <laughs> looking like it'll happen. So,
1: uh, what do you think? So, as somebody, because again, from MOBAs, role uh, like role like defining has always been a thing. And it, like I mean, you're a top laner, you're a jungler, you're a mid laner, whatever, right? Um, and we had that with overwatch. We had your DPS player, your flex player, your tank, your support. And that was really, you had like hit scan specialists and stuff like that, but it was almost like a subcategory, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we got goats, which just like took, here's the wrench fired in and you know, it was, it was a mess. Right. And like, I feel like it negatively affected a lot of players that really were like, dude, you're riding the bench, say a player, you're riding the bench, buddy. Like, you know what I mean? Like guys Mm -hmm. like that who, who became very proficient at DPS, um, so, is goat like? I mean, goats is technically nice to watch because it's a lot of alt management, it's a lot of position management, stuff like that. But like, I mean, that shit does not sell. Two 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 will get people watching again. I think it'll get their numbers up because you'll have these crazy DPS players back in and stuff like that. Um, you'll get TP- DPS players at a position that tanks can take out and stuff like that. You'll get this stuff again. You'll get kind of get the excitement back into what makes Overwatch really fun. Um, and not just the same six, maybe eight heroes every time, you know what I mean? So I think it's a good thing, I think it's a good thing as far as um, like for like profit wise and stuff like that. Um, as somebody who's trying to learn to watch overwatch, goats was way more e- it was way easier for me to understand to get back into it and watch because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, one player just got taken out from one goat's cop they're winning you know what i mean like like you know, once you lost a player you usually basically lost the fight you know what i mean yeah. which made it really really easy to ease in and watch the game and stuff like that but now you're gonna have a lot more a lot more variables which is a good thing i think what do you what are you how are you feeling about it
0: um i don't know how i feel about it so if the game rolled out and had a 2-2 lock in every aspect you know yeah i think that'd be kind of okay because like if you play league if you queue up you're like queuing up for a roll. Yes, when, which you when, didn't
1: use to, which you didn't use to, but yeah, but you they do. definitely
0: move towards that which I think is fine. Um mm-hmm. but they're not doing that I, so you know, so far that we know, they're not doing yeah. that with like Overwatch when you actually play the game. So I feel weird about it because then it's like, well, why is there a lock? Because like if it was a thing that's like, all right, we we want our game to look like 222. Like we want yeah. it to look like that. That's fine, but if that's not how the other real like the 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 actual players, the player base of the game is playing it. Then why are you going to do that then? Cuz then that's weird because then you fall into this weird place of like maybe like the like obviously the, the top ranks of like ladder and all that do differ from like pro play, but mm. they should they should mesh up pretty well. Whatever the top strategy is on ladder, that I am talking top strategy should be the yeah. top strategy in 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 um the pro scene too. Like that's that's how it should look yeah and the 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 best way i I can think about this is I don't know if this is the case with dota now because i I definitely stopped watching dota as much um but back in the day with dota it what like there was like normally you would have one person mid and like you'd have your top player and your support or whatever but it's a it was different too like sometimes you go into the game and you're like all right mid lane we're gonna run a kill lane um mm-hmm. and we're just gonna go for it and try to rack up kills and stuff like that or maybe you have a support who's like trying to play it so they stay back and they don't gain levels. And they're trying to let their um uh their ADC um get all the uh, get, get all the work. XP because right. XP in that game is incredibly valuable. So if you have someone pull back and not get XP, then the single person in the lane that's against two players and they get more XP so they can get their ult quicker. And like you had all these really weird strategies and like approaches to the game that I thought was really good because there was never a situation of where you went dang i just i really hate that kill lanes are just being run all the time and you know there's nothing we can do about it because there's there's always like a good counter strategy to it because someone's running a kill lane, and you can identify that you would do something else to kind of like uh mitigate that to to adjust and mitigate yeah Yeah, yeah, instead of and and so my ideal overwatch is if they don't put a lock in place it looks like that of where like yeah someone's running goats you might go all right well we're going to switch around and do this like we're going to do this comp yeah Um, but but, no,
1: but there isn't that comp. That's yeah, there, the but there
0: isn't. And that's the problem. And I don't know how you really approach that from a game design perspective. I don't even know if it's solvable in Overwatch. And maybe that's I... the thing is maybe they identified that like, yeah, there's no real good fix for this. So let's put this lock in place. And if they do, I honestly really hope that they implemented it in ranked, at least ranked, like, like maybe casual leave it open. But I hope in ranked that they also put a 2-2 lock because then you'll have things sync up a little bit more. I I think that will be better.
1: Absolutely. And I think it like it, it does a really good job for like cultivating talent as well. Like I think that's a really Because like, I mean if you have a player that only queues up his tank, you know, they're gonna be <laughs> uh, they're only gonna be a tank player and then you know they're gonna be a proficient tank player at like, you know, the Grandmaster level and stuff like that, right? Um but like yeah I don't I think I think that was just it. They reached the point where like this is unsolvable. We need to change something drastically about the game. The only thing I can ever see about this working is like another rework of a champion. But even still, like out of the core goats composition to the point where it was like it was less than ideal. But then what champion? It's gutted. You know, you're still affecting some pro players. You're still affecting some like you know uh, one tricks and stuff like that, right? Like that you're like I, I think that's it. So I think that's a good compromise. Is like implement the two 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 lock, but also implement it rankly casual as a gong show as it has always been. And then, like, I think the community will be like, okay, well, now I just need to identify as one of these pl- player types, and then it falls into the category of like MOBAs and stuff like that, or even even StarCraft and stuff like that, where like you're a you're a Zerg player, you're a Terran player, you're you know yeah. you're a Protoss player, right? You have you have this these defined roles, right? Because to me like Overwatch has always been a bit of a crapshoot where you have like, um, you know, you have players that are flexing like a, like several champions and stuff, or several mm-hmm. heroes and stuff. Um but you know you you're starting to see it in league, you're starting to see league like these defined roles not be a thing anymore. Or the defined roles are still happening, but players are playing different champions in them, so they're still playing their role. You still have you know an ADC and a and a support, but that ADC is now playing a mage, or the yeah. you know that support is now playing something really screwy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you saw the players in the roles, but they're not in the roles, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so I guess the next question is. If you're queuing up for ranked in Overwatch, mm-hmm. would you like to see less I mean or not less, I guess. Would you would you want to see like the dissolving of people going into the game being like, Alright, I want to be this rank and then picking that until it fills, or do you think it might be cool to take the league approach and since this is a two 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 lock, maybe you do lock in something?
1: I think I think you lock in something and then have like a backup. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I mean- you,
0: like the two roles like in league.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you had the two roles in League. And, like, back in the day, like, way, way the fuck back in League, um, you would go into the lobby, and your role was basically decided by pick order. You know what I mean? And, like, if you were the poor son of a bitch who was at the last pick, you are probably getting support or jungle because there were a lot of the roles that people didn't want to play, right? Yeah. Um, so you became proficient at, like, doing your main role and then having, like, one or two roles in kind of your back pocket. Um, kind of the same thing as um, – I think that Overwatch could go that way. You specialize in one – you're not dog shit at the other two but you you can play them you know what i mean i think that's the best way the best way to do it
0: yeah i mean i don't know what what yeah i, I mean i really don't know what that can be done about it um i hope whatever they do makes it a little bit more of an interesting game and like i said i do hope it reflects ranked a lot because that's I, the bread and butter yeah, it's the like bread it. and butter and i mean people want to to reflect the pro scene you know um because it's gonna suck if you're watching all these games and stuff and then you're like you know what i want i want to do that i want to do that and get really good but then you get to the top rank and you're like oh well everyone's just still playing goats because it's the best and i
1: we can't do two comps you get back to the top and you get like ptsd you're like oh my god it's back you know what i mean like yeah yeah exactly
0: um but yeah do you have any any anything else you want to talk about with this
1: um not particularly. Like I mean, I, I want to see which way it goes when they do it. Um, that's really yeah. about it. Like I'm kind of excited to see how this story unfolds. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be back. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess that's leading into the end of the show. Is there anything that you want to go back and touch upon? Any news that we didn't talk about that you wanna wanna bring up?
1: Oh, buddy, my my face has been buried in, like, you know, textbooks and stuff oh, like man. that for the past, like, I don't know, like, over the past, like, several months, you know what I mean? I've been so out of the esports community, it's just happy to, I'm happy I'm back into it again, Yeah. Um, but uh, go CLG, that's about it.
0: Yeah, and James, it, it is good to have you back, and, I mean, at least until Classic comes out, because I, I assume oh. we'll see you until then, and then uh, you'll just disappear into, the, oh. into that void.
1: Yeah, I will uh, return to the 13-year-old self, a uh, 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 version of me, and I will, I'll be a recluse. And uh, yeah, you'll see me in Molten Court, and that'll be a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So I think that just about does it for Project Esports this week. Um, thanks for stopping by, everyone. Um, it was a really good show, and um, definitely glad to have you back, James. Um, thanks, man. We definitely missed talking with you. And I don't want to jinx it right now, because we're right at the end, but we had zero scuffed moments. And I feel good about that because um, i'm a tech whiz obviously so i fixed Waters. my situation um it was really complicated involved a lot of wires and a lot of switching and you know some soldering but i figured it out it was you dusted
1: your computer dude you put you dusted it hey, listen
0: it usually doesn't get this dusty it's usually <laughs> fine um oh but yeah i i think that's about all we had this week james james thank the people please
1: Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, uh, for anybody who listens on the best version, the audio version. Um, I, yeah, as, uh, as Dylan said, I'll be back, so you get to listen to my lovely voice. And I can't wait to hear all your bullshit in the comments, anywhere is that you may leave criticism. I can't wait. I missed it. I love it. It's great. Thank you so much, guys.
0: Yeah, and we go live every single Monday, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, here at twitch.tv slash popped underscore off. If you're not able to make the live show, go over to YouTube, search search popped off Project Esports to find us there. You can find the VOD. Um, Please go there and subscribe too. Um, We're trying to hit 100 subscribers so I can just say, just go to youtube.com slash popped off because that'd be way easier than giving this whole entire speech and stuff like that. Um, But if you want to listen to, as James said, the best version, the audio version, the podcast version, go to any podcast platform and literally anyone, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, any one of them. Just search Project Esports. You can find us on there um, and listen to us every single week because we post that audio version Tuesday mornings. So you can get it for your commute for the week. Um, But that's about it. So I'm Dylan. I'm James. Thanks for listening, everyone.